your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, brought to you by Built Bar, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And the Avalanche lose to the Minnesota Wild in overtime. And hopefully that's all they lost because the injury bug, which seems to uh, continue to bite the Colorado Avalanche, it seems like it never stopped since last season. And... Once again, going into this game, the Avalanche were decimated. But what happened yesterday could prove catastrophic pending the outcome, which we don't know yet. And that is Nathan McKinnon not playing in the third period of of last night's game. So a lot to cover, and we will get to all of it momentarily. First things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Instagram. Search for Lockdown Avalanche and send questions, comments, definitely concerns to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. So overall, uh, Avalanche, we're, we're on a good run. Uh, and then, you know, going into the game last night against Minnesota, it was like uh, a patchwork roster uh, between defenders and and forwards and they only they they ran with one less forward and then when McKinnon went out you know now they're down to 10 forwards for the game just the fact that they were in that game is is pretty amazing in and of itself I think it just goes to show you the depth that this team has and then uh, they had opportunities you know they were up in the third they were up with McKinnon being out and it just, you know, Minnesota played a better game. I think, you know, we'll go over the stats later, but if, if Minnesota struggles against an avalanche team that is kind of throwing some guys in there that don't have a lot of experience, that just shows you where the Minnesota Wild are and where the Colorado Avalanche are. Uh, a, a full healthy roster I don't think Minnesota does not stand a chance against the Avalanche. But this is the the team we had, and we had to do this last year. And the Avs were just fine. So it's nothing that we're not used to. It sucks that we still have to go through this stuff. You know, every team goes through injuries. But when it hits guys of stature like Nathan McKinnon, then you start to say, like, okay, what, you know, you start praying to the hockey gods. The concerning thing about the McKinnon injury is we don't know where it was. Uh, I I tried to go back because he didn't come out to to start the third or play the third at all. He didn't come out at all. So I kind of went back into the second period, and there was really nothing there. So there's there's two ways you can look at this. The first is nothing really is glaring to have him not return for the third. So you could look at it as the way it's maybe it's just, I don't want to say precaution because you're not going to keep a guy out 
uh, for precautionary reasons when the game is tied. So you could look at it as like they were made, but still, you you still might keep a guy out of his stature out for precautionary reasons because of how important he is to the team and just general health to a player. But so you could look at it as nothing was glaring as far as an injury. So maybe he'll he'll be back. You know, ha- the, the, they have a day off today, and you know maybe he'll be back the next game. Just tweaked a little something. Needs a day of just rest, and he'll be back like normal. Or sometimes, if you want to look at it in the pessimistic way, sometimes those injuries are the worst ones where you don't know what happened, and you don't know where the tweak happened, and it could be season-ending. You have no idea. So, And that's the tough part about this one is you can't pinpoint when it happened. And I will play for tomorrow's show. Jared Bednar, he, he's probably speaking as I'm recording this. He's not going to give you anything after last night's game in the post-game press conference. He's not going to give you anything for that. I can almost guarantee it. I haven't even heard it yet, but he probably won't say anything other than it's a lower body. I don't know. I have to get more info. Um, that That's kind of the status quo, especially for a guy like Nathan McKinnon. They are not going to jump the gun and say what the injury is unless he absolutely knows unless he he knows it's like well it just tweaked a little something he'll be okay uh if it's anything other than that it's he's he's not going to tell you anything but I'll, I'll still usually you know i play coach bednar's press conferences after games anyway uh we'll just have to wait and see but here's the other thing. Like, they did continue to play well. You could tell it affected them in the beginning of the third. You could tell. They're, they're you know, the, the guy running the ship was not there. And it took a little bit of time to just kind of get over that. But then they did play well. I thought they, they played pretty well overall. I thought Minnesota played, like I said, a better game. But I don't think uh, Minnesota can hang with, with the Avalanche especially with a healthy roster. So these next two games will be interesting. Uh, You know, they had to make moves as it was because of salary cap reasons. So they're bringing guys up and moving guys down. And, like, there's no consistency to a roster. And, you know, a lot of teams have to do that. And that's the way that this season is going to be played. But you you struggle to get into a good flow. Like look at like Sam Gerrard on that second power play unit. Absolutely loving playing with Devon Taves. Now he's out and that second power play unit struggled mightily. And now think about what they're going to have to deal with. If Nathan McKinnon is not there, even if it's for one game, even if he misses one game, that first power play unit, they didn't know what to do. (laughs) They had a power play in the third and I think it was Burakovsky was on the front line, on, on the first line. Saad might have been on the first line, I think. Or no, it wasn't Saad. It was Kadri. It was almost like Burakovsky was taking the place of, of McKinnon, more or less. And it, was, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. So is this big? You're damn right this is big. And the part that kills everybody is we don't know how long this is going to go on for. This could be, you know, a, a one-game 
injury, no games. Could be a week, could be a month. Who the heck knows? But the bottom line here is, what is going on? Is there something bigger here in conditioning and strength and conditioning that the Avalanche keep getting injured? I don't, I mean, you can't, Nathan McKinnon is is one of the most fit players in the league. So is it that? Is it strength and conditioning? Or is it just the Avalanche have a ton of bad luck? I don't I can't put my finger on it. I I, I believe that, you know, the, the Avalanche hire great people. I don't think it's strength and conditioning. I don't. I know some people are gonna go down that road. But I just think this is just a string of bad luck, the likes of we have never seen before. And we've pretty much got through it. Well, with Nathan McKinnon not getting bit by it, he did, if you remember, at the end of the last year. And the Avs lucked out because the coronavirus came and the league paused and he was going to be out for a little while. But he did get injured. And now he's injured early in the season. But we don't know what this means for length of time. And when I think what made it worse was it wasn't like he we knew going into the game he wasn't going to be playing that entire game. It wasn't like he got hurt in the game before and we knew that he just might be out for this game and he'll be back next game. In fact, he played two periods seemingly fine. Didn't seem like anything happened where he would have to, you know, we didn't, they weren't skating off the ice and we were going into the second intermission thinking like, oh, let's hope Nathan McKinnon comes back out. We all just assumed he would. And I think that's the concerning part for Avalanche fans is you can't find it. You can't find where it happened. Now, maybe there's a camera view that'll come out that maybe it wasn't on the main camera angle when the game was being played, but whatever it is, all we can do is just hope that it is not severe. If it is, this Avalanche team is still in shape, in really good shape. They're they're a deep team, but when you lose a guy of his stature, it's going to hurt. Let's not kid ourselves. So hopefully we get some more information tomorrow. They just gave us the generic lower body. Maybe... Maybe we'll get some good news from Jared Bednar in a press conference. Just saying, like, just tweaked a little something and he'll be back. But until then, I think Avalanche fans are, are going to just kind of throw their hands up in the air and say, who's next? And it's a valid question. So we'll just have to wait and see. All right. Let's hear from our people over at betonline.ag. Been talking about betonline for quite some time now. And if you are someone who likes to put money down on some big matchups, well, now is the time to do it. Super Bowl right around the corner. Get your account set up for free at betonline.ag. Put in the promo code Locked On, and you get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. So whatever you put in, BetOnline will add another 50% with your first deposit. So I've been saying I uh, will not be betting the Super Bowl, but if I was, <clears throat> it would be on Kansas City, and I hate 
saying that, being a Broncos fan. But I just, I don't want to see Tom Brady win another one. I would rather see someone in the division win it and uh, prevent Tom Brady from another one. I, I think a lot of people are with me on that. So if you want to go bet that, Definitely head over to betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKDOWN to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right, so I know the Nathan McKinnon thing is really kind of taking over, and it's kind of overshadowing how the Avalanche have been playing lately, which has been very good. But uh, we do. I do want to talk about these two games that happened over the weekend. Uh, the the first game on Saturday, or excuse me, the first game, yeah, on Saturday. I thought it was Friday. First game on Saturday against the Wild. Excellent game by Colorado. How can you not love Logan O'Connor scoring that first goal for the Avalanche? That had to feel amazing for him. Uh, loved seeing that happen. And then Matt Dumba with a equalizing goal and then it was all avalanche and that was a very dominating game by the avalanche and the wild played a minnesota wild game in that they were more concerned with hitting uh than actually scoring and the avalanche didn't really fall into that and they kept the focus on their game and how they play their game and they let minnesota go off on their uh crazy hitting sprees and you know Goals just started to appear for Colorado. And I think after that game, Minnesota really had to look at themselves and say, like, can we can't play this way against them. Like, we, we can't match their speed. And, you know, just beating them up doesn't do anything. Because, you know, number one, they didn't really stick it to them that good. The Avalanche gave it back, especially uh, Bowen Byram. I mean, <laughs> let's talk about him for a second. First of all, the game that he played yesterday pretty much locked, or it does, it locks him into his first year of his entry-level contract. So he's he's in. He is a full-timer now, and he's not going anywhere for a very long time, and it's well-deserved. I think in any other scenario, he maybe the Avalanche would have sent him down, but it would have done him no good to play down in the AHL. So... He played a game, and he still, I don't think, has not shown up on the stat sheet. I don't think he got a, a point today. And it's just like, you watch the guy play. No, he well, he had the one assist, obviously, but over the weekend, I'm saying he didn't have uh, any points. And it's just mind-boggling how he stays off the stat sheet. He's everywhere. He is everywhere on the offensive and defensive zone, and that's the other thing. The Avalanche, the way, the, especially in yesterday's game, the way that they had their line set up, it was almost like defenders were extra forwards. They had to play that way. They had to engage the defenders because they needed help on the offensive end. And Byram is more than willing to do that. He's always behind the net, it seems. But it's he's not a liability. With his speed, he can recover. His ice presence is incredible for a 19-year-old he knows if he is deep in the zone, it's almost like he can see what is materializing and he's getting back on defense to get into his regular spot before the puck is even out of the zone. Watch him and just his his ice awareness. It's, it's amazing. 
and he threw some hits on some guys, some reverse checks on some guys, some uh, no look reverse passes. It's just you're you're wowed by this kid, and the points will come. Uh, but the way that he plays is exciting to watch, and to have you know we talked about the the defense for the Avalanche that the, you know what they have. Uh, it's it's keeping them in in close games, uh, especially the goaltending. Philip Grubauer has been nothing short of amazing, and even the games that they lost, uh, he's I think he's only given up a a goal or two. Like it's it's he's not giving up a ton of goals. He's playing exceptionally well right now. Two shutouts already. Um, I have you know that was the one area everybody wanted to talk about for the Avalanche. Can they overcome the goalie situation? And so far he has. You know we don't know what's going on with Pavel Francouz. Uh, I would still love to have him back because this is going to be a sprint of a season. And I don't want Grubauer to get burnt out. And I thought Hunter Miska last night played pretty well. I thought he played pretty well. I, I wasn't on the edge of my seat with every shot that went to him, thinking like, "Oh no!" Like he, I, th- I didn't think he, um, you know, there was no like big rebounds coming off of him. I thought he, I thought he played well. Um, could he be that number two guy? I think I still need to see a little bit more. But it seems like wherever he goes, he does play pretty well. They had some stats up on the, if you're watching the broadcast, that were pretty impressive. Like his win percentage is very impressive wherever he goes. Uh, it's a different animal when you're playing the NHL, obviously. But uh, I thought I just think overall, everything is clicking. And what a weekend for that second line. Finally breaking through. They're playing a lot better, even in yesterday's game. Uh, I know, let me get to the stats because I'm on Saturday's game. So I know Saad had another goal. Uh, Donskoy with a goal. I think, I, and I, I'm trying to remember if Donskoy has moved. I don't think Donskoy has moved up to the second line. But Kadri with an assist. I thought Burkowski had an assist, um, but apparently he did not. But the game on Saturday... Let me bring that up. Stats for that one. Saad with a goal and an assist. Uh, O'Connor with the goal. Burkowski, two assists. Um, and Kadri didn't have anything in that game. But they're, they're no longer the liability on this team, the second line. They, they are what to be. So I think the Avalanche are start. They, they've hit that stride. And what I said was, you know, those first five, six games uh, was their preseason. We'll say six games because they finished three and three. And after that, now now we're into the regular season. And they seem to be performing exceptionally well. Now the whole Nathan McKinnon thing throws a wrench into that. What do you do? Probably bring Burakovsky back up to the first line. And then who do you bring up to the second line? That's all stuff that we will see ironed out relatively quickly because the Avs have a game tomorrow. Um, but this is this is what the Avs had to do last year. They had to move guys all over the place, up and down the lines, and they did well. They had Nathan McKinnon at their disposal while all that was happening. Now, if this is a long-term thing, now they don't. So now who steps up? 
you got guys like, you know, Kel McCarr is Nico Rantanen is off to a fantastic start. Uh, and the Avalanche will be okay. If this Nathan McKinnon issue is a, a long-term issue. And when I say long-term, I mean like two weeks. If it's anything longer than that, then that's obviously longer term. But in two weeks, you're going to be playing a lot of games. So do the Avs have, still have a good roster even you know without Nathan McKinnon? Yeah, they do. And they can definitely compete. Um, clearly, it helps having a guy of his stature. But we'll just have to take it one game at a time if that is the case. All right. So let's hear from our people over at Built Bar. And then we'll get into uh, what to expect for tomorrow. So Built Bar, talk about it all the time. Best tasting protein bar you will ever have in your life. Comes in 18 amazing flavors, such as coconut almond, peanut butter, banana bread, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, <laughs> carrot cake, yep, apple almond crisp. Uh, just go to BuiltBar.com. Check out all of the products they have. The bars are amazing, and they have other things in there too, which are just as good. So the bars are extremely healthy. They are great for the health-conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Most bars contain 19 grams of protein, 180 or 130 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Stuff tastes great. Tastes more like a chewy candy bar than your typical energy protein bar. And they're covered in 100% chocolate. So go to BuiltBar.com, use that promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get 20% off your next order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. So this four-game series against Minnesota is now tied at 1 day off on Monday, and then on Tuesday, now it's the next two are in Denver. So more than likely, it's the, the, the game two, or excuse me, game three and game four are not back-to-back. There is a day off in between. So more than likely, uh, the Avalanche will have Grubauer in net, uh, again, for, for both of those games against Minnesota. But, I you know, everybody wants to know the question is, what's the rest of the lineup going to look like? And... That we will just have to see because we have to get the news on an official word on McKinnon. And while we might not ever get what exactly it is, or we won't get that till later, um, we should get a time frame, hopefully, uh, whether day to day or, you know, a week or whatever the case may be. Hopefully we'll get at least that. So we kind of know how long we'll be without him. Um, But other than that, like, what do the Avs need to do just to play? Let, let's just assume Nathan McKinnon is not going to be there, right? Uh, how, how does their game change? Well, it really hurts their power play. Their power play was 0 for 4. Uh, their penalty kill was, I think, the best in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe no, maybe it's not the best in the league, but it's... Uh, they, I want to say maybe it's like top 5, maybe 6, but held Minnesota to, to 0 for 3. So their penalty kill has been really good, and their power play has been very good. But that, if, if they don't have the quarterback, uh, that hurts. So what do they do? Like who takes control? Who who takes the role of that? You know that drop back slingshot guy. Uh, I don't know. Is it is it Burkowski? Is it Makar? Uh, it, it it might be him. I don't know. 
but things definitely change when Nathan McKinnon is not on the ice because, you know, he's always taking eyeballs and people are always worried about where he is. Now, the Avs have a lot of firepower, especially, you know, thank God that Miko Rantanen has got off to the start that he has. He had no points to show for it yesterday. But, you know, th- now that's where people are going to turn to Miko Rantanen. And he is going to be, in terms of the scoring aspect, he is going to be the new Nathan McKinnon. And I hate talking like McKinnon is just out, uh, but we don't know. So we kind of have to maybe just, just plan for that for now. And if he's back, home run. We're good. So I think everybody's going to be looking at Rantanen. Now, it'll be really inter- interesting to see which guys they bring up. And if you're you're asking why did they not really have a full roster today, it, it's all salary cap related. I didn't go over the actual numbers, which is why Kiefer Sherwood did not play because having him in the lineup would have put them over the cap threshold. So why couldn't they bring up somebody else? I don't know. I don't even know what Sherwood's making. I didn't get time to really look into that, but you know, the Avalanche and their coaching staff are smarter than I am. I'm I'm sure if there was another guy they could slot in there to get four full lines, they would have done it. So uh, that will have to get figured out. And with Nathan McKinnon, if he's not not playing, I I think his cap comes off. From if I'm not mistaken, I I don't I don't know. It, it this is a a loony season, so. Uh, then nothing, you know, they wouldn't have to worry about it if that is the case about bringing up guys and, and having a full lineup. But the, who are you going to bring up? That's the big question. Who is going to take the place and fill in these roster spots? And when are these guys coming back? When is Taves coming back? I don't know. Calvert, I think the two guys that we can kind of like put to the side right now, Calvert and sadly, Francois. Um, Johnson took a bad hit. We didn't even really talk about that, but he, you know, he smacked his face on the ice, and that that is going to hurt for a little while. You might have a broken cheekbone or something. Uh, that that can hurt for a while. And Belmar, I think Belmar is going to be out for quite a while with that nasty, nasty injury that he took. So Taves could return hopefully soon. I think he took a bad stinger right off the ankle, but that could be you know, a little bit more serious. You never know. Um, it's, I mean, I'm going over these things and you're just like, we don't know who, who could, who could, who replaces them? When could they come back? It's, it's man, it's just, you're juggling all of these balls up in the air and you're just like, we just got to plug guys in and hopefully have a recreation of last year where we just, you know, held our heads above water. And is this a time where you're looking at, well, the Avalanche are in the weakest division and now it's a good thing? Uh, the Avalanche aren't looking at it that way. They're looking at it as we have been building up our, our minors and our prospects to play when we need them to play. And that time might be now. A little bit earlier than expected. But if guys keep dropping like flies, man. So... I don't know. We're, we'll we'll be back tomorrow. Let's cross our fingers that the McKinnon thing is not long term. You know, like I said with with Devon Taves, you could see the puck going off his foot, 
or his ankle or lower leg. So you can point to that and say, like, that's why he's injured. We can make a guesstimate as to why he's out. But Nathan McKinnon, like I said, unless they come out with a uh, camera angle that we haven't seen yet, you don't know what it is. And then you're just like, we've had all these injuries, and now our the best player in the league goes down with an injury. We don't even know how it happened. So what's next? <laughs> but the Avalanche are a professional team, and they have great players still on that roster that are just waiting to step in. And I have all the faith in the world that they can do that. So let me know what you guys think. Send me an email, lockdownavalanche at gmail.com, or follow me on Twitter, LOPN underscore avalanche. Let me know where your head is at. I know this is a, a crummy time. You never want to see a guy of, you want to see any player go down for an injury. But when your superstar all-star goes down, and for mysterious reasons, you have to think the hockey gods have it out for you. Whatever news comes out of this, we will definitely be covering it tomorrow. And like I said, follow me on definitely on, on Twitter or anybody on Twitter to get updates on this because you know people are going to be wanting to hear if we are going to be without Nathan McKinnon and for how long. So that will be it for today, everybody. Definitely tune in tomorrow with any updates. We will have them for tomorrow's show. And let's, let's still have a good week. It's still got a point. Still got a point out of the game, which is a good uh, a plus. Uh, but you, you definitely wanted that other one. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go.